Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Ro, host of the Queen Pod. We are on a mission to offer you a companion piece to the entire Queen back catalogue track by track. And Queen are letting us play all their music. To find out about how to support us and access some Bijou exclusives, pop along to patreon.com forward slash Queen Pod. So without further ado, let's find out what Fred can do about how bright my bulbs are. I can dim the lights and sing you songs full of sad things. We can do the tango just for two. I can serenade and gently play on your heartstrings. Be a Valentino just for you. Lover girls, welcome to Queen Pod. Hashtag play Queen Loud. That's right. So when I'm not with them, I think of them always. It's my wonderful co-host, comedian Suze Kempner. Hello. Queen filmmaker Simon Lupton. Hello. And comedian John Robbins. Hello there. And I'm your host, Rohan the Barbarian. Why am I Rohan the Barbarian? Because that's Brian May's actual nickname for actual me because I did a Suze and I got him a kale and cauliflower bake from Pret and then he called me Rohan the Barbarian and that's what I'm going to... I'm looking into Depol. I hope it's not too expensive. But let's get on with this pod because we've got 15 minutes to discuss this wonderful song. We are looking at the UK version of Queen Greatest Hits, Volume 1. We're rolling in off the hard rock banger Now I'm Here into... Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy by Freddie Mercury. It's from uh, the album A Day at the Races, released on an EP on the 20th of May, 1977. And we do talk about this one in some detail uh, on the main pod, Season 2, Episode 5, when we're looking at Side B of A Day at the Races. But let us get some background on this wonderful song in about a minute from Mr Simon Lupton. Oh, thank you very much. Um... Well, personally, I have a real soft spot for this song for reasons I don't have time to go into now because it's supposed to be a mini pod. Um, <laughs> but I think it's fair to say if you ask people who weren't diehard fans to guess what songs were on the Greatest Hits album, I'm pretty sure this is a track most of them wouldn't think of. Um, it's one of Queen's most underrated Greatest Hits, which is odd because, as Ro mentioned, it's from a Day at the Races album, which is a big album. 
and there is so much of it that is classic Queen. It's very much from the music hall side of Freddie's brain, a nice companion piece for Seaside Rendezvous and Lazing on a Sunday Afternoon, if you will. Um, it was released as a single, and in 1977, the band appeared on Top of the Pops in the UK performing it. It then first appeared as part of the live set for the European Day at the Races Tour, forming a lovely medley with Killer Queen. Um, however, it did then drop off the tour set list quite quickly, within a year in fact, and whereas other songs often made a comeback on later tours, even if it was just for a couple of shows, good old-fashioned lover boy never did. Um, clearly, as the band amassed more and more rockers, bangers and jingles, this one never made the cut again. Um, and so, unlike its stable mates on this incredible album, it's a greatest hit that has perhaps slipped back into the mists of time, regarded as a brilliant album track rather than a Mercury masterstroke. Um, I'd like to think it's fondly thought of by most Queen fans, a wonderful example of Freddie's virtuosity and also holding the distinction of being part of Queen trivia as a song that features a vocal from someone who wasn't in the band. Um, but like I say, a song that has many hallmarks of a Queen classic, so great to be shining a well-deserved light on it today. Oh, very good. There's great alliteration going on in that little round. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. It goes downhill from here. Oh, does it? Okay. Of course, you're <laughs> improvising now. Okay, so um, <laughs> fantastic stuff. Well, yeah, uh, it was released as the lead track on uh, Queen's first EP, which peaked at number 17 in the UK charts. Um, and it also featured as the B-side to the Japanese-only single release of Teo Toriate. Uh, Suze Kempner... Uh, how do you feel about good old-fashioned lover boy? It's interesting because this is the only um, really music hall-y queen moment that makes it onto greatest hits. I suppose you could say Killer Queen's sort of in that ballpark, but this mm. is, uh, yeah, like you say, alongside Seaside's Rendezvous and things like Lazing on a Sunday Afternoon, it kind of is in that ballpark. And I think it's the best of those um, because it's the one that is... It's just a music hall song. It's not pastiche in any way, like Queen have written a music hall song. It just happened to come out in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a few of them. I think bring back that Leroy Brown's in there, obviously, Lazing on Sunday, Seaside Rendezvous, like you said. I think um, Good Company, The Millionaire's Waltz, maybe Dreamer's Ball, and maybe even I'm Going Slightly Mad, and, of course, mm. Crash Dive on Mingo City, all very... Very musical, aren't they? Um, uh, it's just obviously something that Freddie loves, and it, and it suits his voice so well, it suits the band so well, they do it brilliantly, right? They're, they're mm -hmm. so good at it. John, you love this song. I do love this song. I'd say it's in my top five Queen songs. My God. I and think all, of, all songs are in your top five <laughs> And probably mostly down to uh, John Deacon, because I think this is a real mm. showcase of his uh, abilities, this song. And it, the song really kicks off. It's got quite an odd start in that it, it begins with Freddie's sort of almost like as a spoken vocal. Not many Queen mm. songs just suddenly begin with Freddie going... I can, you know, it's quite interesting. Uh, yeah. And it's very much, you can imagine someone sitting down at a piano in a music hall and sort of turning to the audience and going, I can do... Mm. <laughs> um, I, I sort of see it as a bit of a companion piece to Killer Queen. And interestingly, they place Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy on Great Hits after a big rock track, mm. as it is on Great, uh, Day at the Races, because it comes after White Man. 
-hmm. And Killer Queen also comes after a big uh, rock track on uh, Sheer Heart Attack because it comes after um, uh, Brighton Rock. Well, they all do. Lazing on the Sunday afternoon comes in off uh, Death or Two. I think you just get more impact. Like It's more humorous when it comes off something. It showcases the the band's range much more sort of dynamically. Exactly. But I wondered... so it's released on single, Simon, but it was released on Queen's first EP. Does that count as its single release, or was it released on a separate single? It was released as the EP, but good old-fashioned Loverboy was the lead track. So that, it was regarded as the single release for good old-fashioned Loverboy, but there just happened to be four other tracks on there as well. And it was called Queen's first EP? Yes. Was there ever a second EP? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was after the tribute concert, wasn't there? But I don't yes. think there was in Queens uh, with, with Freddie's existence, no. Should we listen to a bit of it? Um, yeah. I thought we'd use it. I love that uh, Freddie offered, well, actually, they all do. They'll, they'll riff on like existing tunes, this lovely little lullaby bit, um, and mm. it will incorporate the, uh, uh, the voice cameo that Simon referred to. Uh, from engineer of the album, Mr. Mike Stone. Um, Shall we have a listen to a bit of it? Go on, Indigo, give it a play. When I'm not with you, think of you always the longest summer So right, John, the Dickie's bass playing on that is there's so much umpapat when he's killing this track. Mm. Isn't also, the it's amount of really sounds bad. Brian gets out of his guitar. Yeah. I mean, I was. It's funny you should mention that because I was teasing Brian last week when I interviewed him, oh, yeah. and uh, I said, Brian, it's amazing that you managed to make your guitar sound like a, a motorbike and some bagpipes and a cat, but you couldn't make it sound like a Telecaster, and we laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Still doesn't have a nickname for you, does he, John? I do. So <laughs> he does um, actually. He oh, calls yeah, us the X Men because we interviewed him on Radio X, and he ended the interview by saying, "I'd do anything for you guys." Oh, oh okay. Are you having that All tattooed right, somewhere now, John? I'd do anything for you guys. I'd That's do amazing. Anything for you guys, but That's I won't brilliant. do that. <laughs> 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 well, listen, Simon. What have you got to say? You're usually guaranteed to blow our minds, aren't you? Guaranteed to blow your mind. I'd like to think so, and. Um, this is very good timing, actually, because as I mentioned earlier, um, Queen did go on Top of the Pops and uh, perform this song. Um, and in a weird, quirky way that Top of the Pops was in those days, um, they would go. You have to go on Top of the Pops and mime. Basically, you can't play live. Um, but due to the musicians' union's rules, you couldn't just mime along to the single. So the band would have to go into a studio record a version of the song that they would then go on top of the pops and mime to so i thought it would be interesting to listen to a bit of the top of the pops version 
of this song because it's slightly different. And as luck would have it, the clip that we picked out is pretty much the same as the clip you just played. So we can have a really nice comparison. Um, and on this occasion, uh, Roger Taylor takes the Mike Stone uh, line. When um, Roger Taylor's not singing, we're so used to him singing all the highest parts of any harmony. <laughs> when he's singing him slightly lower down, it just sounds like Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a compliment, but it's like, yeah. oh, if you told me like Rod Stewart guested on that bit, you'd go, yeah, yeah. I love that when they, every time they play it, they'll have uh, any of their tracks. They'll always mess about just that little bit, but it's always in keeping with the song. And all, mm-hmm. it's just always really interesting. I love it. Thank you so much for that, Simon. That's fantastic. You're welcome. So if you only own greatest hits, but you want to sound like a proper Queen fan, uh, this is what you could say uh, with a uh, good old-fashioned lover boy. You could just sort of go, you know what? This frilly little number from Freddie is right up there. It's right up there. <laughs> that's what I have for that. We just say that. Yeah. That's okay, everyone happy? Yeah, it's right up there. Good old-fashioned lover boy. It's right up there. Yeah. That's that's what I've done with that one. So oh, there you are. That works. <laughs> Thank you very much. So here we go. This is the big question. When good old fashioned lover boy ends. Everything's alright, just hold on tight. That's because I'm a good old fashioned boy. Are you hearing play the game next? So used to a day at the races that you're hearing the glorious sort of drowse kicking in with that wow. getting Sue's you're doing <laughs> from play the game or yeah play the game are you getting play the game yeah which is weird because I listen to a date the races a lot but yeah okay fair play uh, how about you Simon well in breaking with tradition I think I might be getting a bit of drowse here actually yeah so, normally Sue's and I are of one mind on these but um on this occasion I might have to yeah. differ it's over yeah, I think sorry. we've only had consensus once actually in this entire series on this on this thing, the uh, rocket prime drive thing. Um, yes. after crazy little thing called love. Um, how about you, John? What are you hearing? Um, hashtag Team Drows. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> the first Roger Taylor track to make it into our Queen to the Queen playlist. Drows is mighty. It is fantastic. So what's that? Three one for Drows. 
Thank you for flying the flag for greatest hits, Suze Kempner. Right, that is us covering everything that you could possibly need to know about good old-fashioned lover boy. Seriously, go check out our mega-long two-and-a-half-hour pods where we, we spend much, much longer talking about these tracks. But uh, uh, on the next mini-pod, we actually have Play the Game, of course, which is fantastic. So, in the meantime... Why don't you email us with a question or a comment? Uh, queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com. Um, you can comment at the Queen Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please go along to patreon.com forward slash queenpod to find out about all sorts of exclusive goodies there. There's a lovely community growing on uh, the Mr. Run Queen Pod fans Facebook group. In the meantime, keep playing Queen Loud and we shall see you all soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.